Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Another day, time to get going. Why sleep when we can play? Good morning, Sunday. Good morning, Ron. Gotta get ready to enjoy the view. Looking kind of cool, looking kind of new. There are things we should be trying, me and you. A new day's here and fun is overdue. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite GI Joe podcast show. Making a show in an episode that ties in with this week's Who Would Win episode because branding? Maybe we're starting to figure some stuff out. I don't know. Last week we did a Christmas episode. I don't don't know what's happening anymore. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Christmas Chan. Ooh, I like you 10% more now. I'm Gina Ippolito. I like you 10% less. That's fair. Yeah, you can't you can't show affection to Chan. That's the surest way that he'll despise you. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Hits close to home. <laughs> that's that's a truth bomb if ever I heard it. Guys, we're we are watching an episode. This is the wacky adventures of Ronald McDonald. And this is because Robert Clark Chan and myself uh, were both on the most recent episode of Who Would Win that just came out earlier this week. And and the episode is Ronald McDonald versus the Burger King. On the Who Would Win show with Robert Clark Chan as a special guest. Well, the oh. judge. Was very fun. It was, it was one of the most fun episodes I think we've done, maybe ever. Uh, an absolute bizarre. When you start taking into consideration all of the things that both of those two characters have done, you get you get crazy town is what you get. And canon for creatures who exist primarily in television commercials, eh, there's a broad spectrum. And you just yeah. got to take it all. Especially ones that have existed for like 50 years. Yep. In commercials, but also are erotic fan fiction. I mean, yes. Definitely. I did not I did not hear anything about the erotic fan fiction. Did uh did either of you uh, research that part of it? You know what? I researched the heck out of it, chose <laughs> not to use it. Fair. Let me say that right now. And I don't want to spoil the result if you have not listened to that episode yet, but you should probably go check it out if you're a fan of this. So we're doing the wacky adventures of Ronald McDonald, which is a cartoon show, and some of you guys, I didn't, you know, you, Gina loves to Wikipedia this stuff, as does Robert Clark Chan. I don't. I like to come in, come in fresh. Stupid. Come no. in nope. not knowing ignorant. what's going to happen. Ignorant is not the same as fresh. fresh. As soon as I stumbled across the idea of this, because uh, it was James who was representing Ronald McDonald, and, like in passing, he was just like, oh yeah, there was even a cartoon, and I didn't, I'm like, hold up. We need to stop right here <laughs> yes. and focus on this what are you talking about? Then I went and looked it up. I'm like, wow, 
I had no idea this existed. And apparently it was pretty popular and it just just completely blew by me. I uh, I did not know this existed and I I loved it. You I loved I loved it. What? what I read in the Wikipedia article about it. I loved the episode itself. I loved the voice acting. I loved the animation. And I will get into exactly why. And anyone who didn't like it is wrong. Wow. So, I will say this is another instance where I felt there were a lot of pieces that were on point. Because, I mean, Klasky Chupo is, you, you can't touch them. They are just yeah, ex- one of the great animation. This is the animation house that brought us Rugrats and Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. Also made a Ronald McDonald McDonald themes advertisement as a cartoon. I mean, yes. they're they're kings among animation. Wild Thornberries are real monsters. Pretty much like any the 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 classic Nickelodeon era of the of the nineties. Any great cartoon on there was was usually them. Yeah, I yeah. can't think of a single crap cartoon that they put out. Yeah, and this this animation style is very mu- is is very is the, is the same thing. Like, it's, oh, yeah. they look Hamburgers exactly like Tommy. Rugrats characters. Yeah, it, the, yeah. it looks like an episode of Rugrats gone wrong. Honestly, <laughs> gone right. Gone and wrong. It, it features all of the characters from McDonald Land. So uh, your main characters, at least. So you've got Ronald McDonald as the leader. You got Grimace, Early Bird. You've got uh, the Hamburglar, who's kind of been rebooted here. He's, he's a little different than the Hamburglar we know from the commercials. There's no robble robble to be seen. You've got a, of course, a talking dog. Didn't remember that. And you've got some kid scientists. Don't remember that. But that's the crew that we're working with in this episode called Have Time, Will Travel. Great name. Great and also, name for an episode. Great name for an episode. Also, again, really famous voice actors. Correct. Just... Just like a ton of like Charlie Adler, Pamela, Pamela Adlon, Adlon, Jim Cummings, a lot of good, a lot of good stuff in here. The, uh, yeah. Again, like I said, the animation is great. Voiceover is great. Two pieces of this stew that I'm going to eat up. Yeah. Yeah. I also I noticed Maurice LaMarche is in there as well. Another big time, you know, the voice of the brain from Pinky and the Brain. Uh-huh. So uh, big, big time, big time voice actors in this. Obviously, McDonald's, I'm assuming they paid for this. Put a lot of money into it and put their money in the right places with the right people. Gar- absolutely. Absolutely. There, there are there. There is probably things to not like about it, but production quality uh, and everything around that cannot be one of them. This is a well-made cartoon. Here's, yeah. here's the thing, and this is according to the Wikipedia page. It says, by various accounts, the episodes turned out to be rather popular, which they were they were made to like be sold at McDonald's locations. So to which individual McDonald's locations frequently ran out of VHS tapes, which were sold individually for $3.49 and could be bought with a small vanilla ice cream or Diet Coke. You're telling me I can go to McDonald's and get some ice cream and a sweet, sweet VHS of cartoons for only $3.49. I am in. No, in 1990, what is this? Three? Eight? Or no, 2001? Jesus, no, was it, it that late? 1998, but, it, but they, That's they still... carried them in, in restaurants until 2003. $3.49 for a child is a chunk of change. It's, it's not nothing. For a VHS, do you know how much VHS tapes cost? That's that's a steal. 
That's less than the cost of a blank one at that time. Just yeah, for the record. exactly. Also, oh, you're <laughs> suggesting that we just like record over the uh, episodes. I truthfully, I, mean, I bet a lot of people did. That's only it's it's only uh, uh, forty minutes. It's not a very long tape. You should go for the uh, EP six hour tape. You know that's when I well, you have to do that. When I was a kid. I bought blank videotapes at the local Ace Hardware store because they sold them there. So I could record episodes of Batman from mm-hmm. 1966. Mm-hmm. And I only recorded them in two hour mode to get two villains per tape because I wanted to make sure the quality of the tape would be excellent. <laughs> and I had dozens of these episodes on tape and I used to watch them all the time. What I'm trying to say is earlier this year, I made a quality purchase of the full DVD collection of every Batman 66 episode. And I still keep these tapes for about the price of two of those tapes, uh, the price of yes, about two of those tapes. It was not (laughs) overly expensive, but it wasn't cheap. But here's the deal. You can buy every episode of Batman 66. Why haven't you? It's phenomenal. I'm doing a rewatch right now, much in the same way Gina does rewatches of everything that she's ever watched five times before. Uh-huh. The difference is I've been doing it for months now, and I'm only about 10 episodes in. <laughs> That's how Ray rewatches a thing. Generally, one see, one one property drawn out over five years. That's how I do a rewatch. That doesn't seem right. very I'm for that. economical. Yeah, having kids changes the equation. <laughs> yeah, my uh, I'm I'm still on season one of my uh, Good Place rewatch, which also started uh, a couple months ago. Oh, excellent, excellent! That's a great show. I oh, would yeah, suggest yeah. it. Here's the thing: like when you uh, some things you go back, like Thirty Rock. I used to love that show. Doesn't really hold up that well, but man, Parks and Rec and Good Place still still banging, banging hard. I assume. Yep. I've seen Parks and Rec and The Office recently, and both you know both both kept kept serve. I'll say that. Okay. I've rewatched Good Place twice. Wow, I'm on my fourth the, time, so suck it, Gina. Except it sounds like you're going real slow. G- yes. Gina, with the non-surprising statement of the episode. I mean, look, here's the thing. I rewatched stuff for fun, but also I rewatch it for research when I'm sure writing stuff that's similar to it or pitching stuff that's similar to it. So mm-hmm. I'm doing, I'm pulling double duty. I'm working while I'm she having is fun. She's pooping twice while she's yeah. watching it, is what she's oh, referred yeah, to it in the lo- industry as pooping twice. Yes. I would love to poop twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, had a, I had a theory. It, something struck me as I was watching this, and it's really, it started to take effect when I was researching the McDonald's versus Burger King battle. And, and it was just, I had this sudden flash of, and you guys tell me if I'm crazy. Uh, Chan, you're a Gen Xer. Gina, you're a millennial. And I had a notion about Gen X. And it says maybe Gen X is acting like a generation that got sold out by our parents. And so, what I mean by that is all, all of our entertainment was prepackaged uh, nonsense from commercial advertising agencies, essentially to very specifically target us for products and that pretty much carried through to every aspect of our entire lives, childhood and beyond. And maybe this is why Gen X is so confused out there, because we were essentially with the best advertisers that you could find were sold a version of reality for decades that never existed. And maybe that's why we're all effed up and in therapy, right? No, now. here's the thing. This is a very this is a very 
self-centered way of looking at things because that was true from the advent of TV. Like that was like Howdy Doody was still, they were still selling toys of Howdy Doody. Like everything on TV, it didn't start with Gen X. It didn't, in fact, like Gen X was probably, was I think the first generation where they actually started to put restrictions on it like things that you could and could not say and couldn't could and could not do whereas before that it was just like you know a free-for-all so yeah i think that that's just that's just a very me-centric way of looking at things now that's from the millennial gen z or millennial way of looking at gen x thank you all the gen x's fault it's they they should stop complaining because they have life great whereas the millennials have it so hard. Yeah. I, I will say I'm reading a book called The 90s by Chuck Klosterman. I'm reading uh, a Chuck Klosterman book too. Yeah. I was actually just about to say, I think you would like this because it's very Channy. It's, it's Guys, very. For the record, and I know it doesn't need to be said, I am not currently reading a book by Chuck Klosterman I'm, I'm or shocked. anyone else. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. That, it, will, uh, it will. I know. I just I want to make sure it's on the record mm-hmm. so people don't get the wrong idea. Mm-hmm. To be fair, well, I'm currently reading four different books. So how does that even work? That's one of them. Uh, depending on what I'm in the mood for. I I read a little bit every night to to give my brain a rest before from technology before sleeping. Because y'all know how important my sleep is to me. Yeah, Gina gets to sleep at like 8.30 every night. <laughs> She's essentially an Amish who wakes up at, at, at 4.30 and starts raising barns in her backyard. I think you you can make Amish. fun, That's but racist. I, I, am, I am the healthiest among us for many reasons. But it Youth depends is probably on what... one of them, just for the yeah, record. Yeah, that's a big part of it. S- sometimes sometimes I'm, I'm in the mood. Like, you know, I've also been rereading all the Sandman comics. And sometimes I don't want to. Chuck Klosterman is very cerebral. He's mm. putting out a lot of a lot of you know like heavy heavy concepts that require a lot of thought. And sometimes I don't want that. Sometimes I just want sweet sweet graphic novels. I also just bought the the House of the Dragon George R R, R. R. Martin book. As you know, oh, I like yes. to read things in concurrence with watching them. George R. R. Martin and Neil Gaiman's The Sandman, two notoriously light and fluffy <laughs> bits of literary fare. No deep thoughts, no heavy topics. That's it's not, basically that's Michael Bay. Not it's, what I mean. Know, it, neither one of them is going to put frosting, me. Right? Neither one is going to put me to sleep. Whereas Chuck Klosterman, I can usually get through a chapter, and then my brain is sleepy. Interesting. I just get a lot of anxiety trying to read a book. Oh, because of uh, uh, ADHD, really mm-hmm. prevents me from when you read the same page six times in a row and realize you still haven't picked up anything that happened on that page. That's not ADHD. That's stupidity. Oh, crap. Wow. <laughs> wow. My doctor's been lying to me all this time. <laughs> Y'all, did you realize that Grimace, the voice of Grimace, is the fucking predator? What? No. Go Don't on. Pull up that IMDb. No, that's not. Kevin Michael Richardson is not predator. It's Kevin Michael Hall is predator. I'm pretty sure it's Kevin Michael Richardson. Hall. Trust me. Pretty sure I'm not going to Google it any further. 
just going to believe <laughs> Kevin Peter Hall is Predator. Kevin Peter Hall is Predator. Kevin Michael Richardson is Grimace. Two different no, Kevin. Kevin Michael racist. Richardson was Kramer on Seinfeld. <laughs> Kevin Michael Richardson has done a lot of voices, though. Yeah, he's excellent. He's an invincible right now. Yeah, and also a bunch of Seth MacFarlane shows, Family Guy, Keith Cleveland show, American Dad, The Simpsons. No, I recognized his name, absolutely, just not when we were talking about voice actors did it come back to me. But my man here, he's done a ton of, this is a big-time working voice actor uh, for the last few decades. So, oh, cool. again, oh, the talent on this show Kombat. is through the roof. That's a cool, Goro in Mortal Kombat is a pretty cool oh, credit absolutely. to have. That's a good one to have on your, uh, uh, I think he played Jabba the Hutt, you know, in Lego Star Wars. You know, we could all just read through <laughs> the thing. Yeah, I, I dug this. I dug I dug all of the voice acting. I really liked the fact that Mark and Bob Mothersbaugh did the did the music, just like the music sure. for Rugrats. The songs in this were banging. Oh, now, my God. What? Yeah. Robert Clark Chan. What? I liked them. They were trash. I like them a lot. The, I, you know what? I generally like Mark Mothersbaugh. That dude works. He's all over the place and he does a lot of men? great stuff. We are Devo. The music and the the lyrics were garbage. I liked them. Oh. I'll, you know what? I think we need to listen to some because it didn't really, they didn't really have, I didn't feel either way. I felt very ambivalent towards the songs in this. I'm like, I guess they're fine, but they don't really strike a chord with me. So that I guess puts us in the middle. I cannot break this tie, but I would I, like to hear some of the Ronald McDonald intro song. Yeah. Maybe we can play some songs for the people and they can tell us if they are good. Look, I'm dancing a little. Uh, yeah. You know, he, he plays the drums. He plays guitar. He skateboards. He goes bowling. Like all the things cool kids do, right? Well, it I'm Ronald sounds... McDonald, and I'm here to say no, I love no. hamburgers in it's, a major way. It's so cla- it's so classic 90s Nickelodeon, that, especially starting out with that bop, 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 bop. Oh, yes, very much. I will also admit Mark Mothersbaugh did all the music for a regular show, which I wrote on. So I am, I am biased. I think he's, he's brilliant. And I think that, uh, one of the things you have to keep in mind is this is clearly for little kids. It's not, it's not, you know, like regular show was they were writing rockers for, you know, I think it was like, not TV 14, but, but almost TV 14, but this is very clearly like TV seven or something like that. So it's not, they're not going to be, they're not going to be, you know, Chan clearly wants Ronald McDonald singing about how he's nailing pussy all the time in the, in the play play pen. What are those McDonald's playhouses called? Play place. Yeah. Ball pit. Chan wanted it's got uh, ball right in the name <laughs> crying out loud no no uh ray's right it's the play it's the mcdonald's play place 
By the way, also, it's been a big week for McDonald's, not only because we're doing it on this show, not only because Ray did it on some other thing that he uh, he does that I gonna refuse be, to learn about. You're going to be a guest on that show in like a week. <laughs> I was already yeah, a guest you, on that show for Buffy and Leonardo. Yeah, you're about to be on again in like a week from now. What are we talking about? You're acting like you've never heard really? of it. Why, why is there have... animosity for my other projects, Gene? I, I am nothing but delightful towards your projects. I mean, I'm looking at my calendar right now and I don't have a calendar invite that oh, I for fuck's see. Sake. So oh, as far as I'm concerned... It's not happening. But I will also oh say, as someone who follows many, many Halloween and fall specific Instagram accounts, McDonald's is going to be, it's rumored. They Still rumors. They haven't uh, confirmed it, but, but you know, there was a little bit of a leak. It's, it's rumored that they're bringing back the Happy Meal buckets, the Halloween Happy Meal buckets. Oh, boy that they that they bring back every few years but not since not since 2016 have they had them and y'all i'm gonna be eating so many happy meals just to get those buckets remember a moment ago when you were telling us how healthy you were compared to the two of us i'm glad to say everything in moderation yo i'm an i'm an everything in moderation person moderation eating buckets of happy meals buckets of happy meals I can eat a happy meal a week and it is still, I'm still going to be way healthier than you guys. <laughs> I am enjoying a delicious vegan autumn minestrone from Purple Carrot right now. Yeah, so, what else did I don't you know eat today? How much candy? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're putting in your body, <laughs> but I'm keeping it 100 over here. That is outrageous. Now, I have a question about this show, and this is an honest question that I just want to ask your opinions of. How cynical is this show? Because I, I, I kept, I well, let me finish asking the question. <laughs> I guess I did ask a question technically, and then you answered it. But for expansion on this question, I kept going back and forth between this is earnestly trying to make the best Ronald McDonald-themed appropriated show you possibly could and this is the most cynical thing i've ever seen in my entire life i don't know i i leave it to the floor no this is i mean here's the thing i don't know if you've ever watched any documentaries about nickelodeon but that's that like class speak supo's thing is is they're they're not like doing shit ironically or in a like they're they're putting out a quality product and and I, yeah, like, I don't see anything wrong with this cartoon. I don't think there's anything. I mean, unless you're going to then say, like, G.I. Joe, because they were selling a toy line, and Jem, because they were selling a toy line, and Care Bears, nope. because they were selling a toy line. Because, because of Jem and G.I. Joe and Transformers, we can gauge the quality of a product like this, because those, That's yes, fair. were created entirely to sell toys and they left it in the hands of some people who then took it upon themselves to make a good show that happened to also sell toys. And they had some restrictions. They had to, you know, like make sure you get this, you know, uh, character in, you know, so we have enough to sell the things. Yeah. And I think in this instance, that's why I was saying there's a lot of really good stuff here, but, uh, but for me, it doesn't cohere. It doesn't create a good show because, and I don't know if it was they had too many constraints. Because again, 
Klasky Chupo makes good stuff. It's not like, you know, they just not, uh, shit things yeah. out. No, so, this this is a good this is a good story. And while I was watching the episode, I was thinking how much fun this probably was to pitch because they I mean, once we get into it, they have a whole time travel thing. And as I was watching it, they find a, they find something fun with each era that they go to, but it must have been really fun in the writers room to be pitching what eras they would go to and I'll, and like what they encounter there. I'll tell you one of my main beefs with it is that there are no rules. It wasn't oh established God. what what the world was they existed in, so you know, they would just like show up in a new era with new clothes. That was strange to me. I did mark well, that as not, a note. First of all, we're not we're not watching the pilot episode, so who knows what was covered in the pilot episode. Second of all, it's called the Wacky Adventures. So unless right. you're, and to me, it has a very Pee Wee's Playhouse vibe to it. I was like, okay, thank you. That's like my first note. I was going to get to next, Gina. This, the opening especially, and the closing live action segments are just Ronald McDonald living at Pee Wee's Playhouse, but the McDonald Land version. Yes, okay, here's 100%. the thing that my partner Cy sussed out. Uh, you know, Blippy. Oh, Ray knows Blippy. Don't I know Blippy? Gina, you may not know, but he is the bane of any adult with a child's existence. Isn't he the ghost from uh, Pac-Man? That would be Inky, Pinky, Blinky, and Clyde, none of which are Blippy, thank you very much. Mm. He is second only to Caillou in terms of the most horrific children's media characters out there it's just a just a steaming pile of crap and 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 the real real quick on on blippy uh, uh before you share the opinion uh blippy is a guy who wears like orange suspenders and an orange beanie with orange glasses he my understanding of this is he was like an la comedy guy like all the rest of us who sold out and said what if i just make the worst children's program possible with this giggling maniacal idiot of a character and then made a bazillion dollars off of like YouTube videos and whatnot before selling the brand. There are like six different actors now who play Blippy in live tours, public appearances, a TV show. All of like, whom are better than him. Oh yes. And the, the, the original actor since he left. And what I, I love I is you can find the dude and he's got this like sexy looking headshot. Like we're supposed to take him seriously <sighs> as a person to fuck. And I just love it. I love it, but I hate it. It's terrible. I'm sorry, guys. Keep going. I Googled Pac-Man Blippy and something came up that said Pac-Man Blippy's new car. So <sighs> nailed it. What I was going to say, I'm just going to ignore whatever nonsense you're talking <laughs> Did you spell it B-L-I-P-P-I or Y? I. Hmm. I mean, Google Pac-Man Blippy and you tell me. Yeah, this is not a thing. If I Google <laughs> Pac-Man Blippy, Blippy will start showing up in my algorithm and I do <laughs> not want that. <laughs> no, want what it. you get are a bunch of goddamn YouTube shows that have Pac-Man involved in them. And then, of course, down the sidebar in the search, there's going to be Blippy because it, they're like kids shows. Yes. That's why Blippy shows up there. Any hoozles, Blippy is just Pee Wee Herman without the irony or jokes. It is the <laughs> oh, dumbed shit. down version. Oh my god! Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, you That's get the it. Truest thing I've ever heard. And cur- courtesy of Psy, uh, wow. every every uh, parent will understand this and know the truth of it. <laughs> this Ronald McDonald felt like a ripoff of Pee Wee's Pee Wee, and I didn't know whether I could go there because I feel like obviously Pee Wee is based on something. So mm-hmm. like whatever further back version of Pee Wee, you know, like he ripped off from somebody. So I don't feel, you know, like it's it's not a real bad thing that he's just a knockoff of Pee Wee, but also just in terms of the characters we saw in the live action, it just wasn't, it didn't appeal to me. It was just like, ugh, this is, I've seen this before. It, it's fine. Like, again, yes, we've all seen it before. We've probably seen it done better than this. This is fine. I don't have a specific, having seen Blippy now, that's my comparison, not Pee-wee's Playhouse, even though it, of course, reminded me of Pee-wee. But I have to compare it personally because we live in the year 2022 to sh- Poop You See Today. And it's you guys better than Poop You so See Today. so much more interesting before you had kids. <laughs> <laughs> before we got inundated with children's television products. Is that the... Yeah, yeah. Before we, we watched a bunch of cartoons for children. Yeah. We I'm on my fifth rewatch of uh, Bluey right now. I can say that uh, out loud. I'm on my fifth even, rewatch. You haven't even you haven't even pirated the new episodes yet. You are no true fan. I have seen the first 24 or whatever episodes of season three, and I am a patient fan who believes that uh, artists should get paid and not pirated. So I will be a true purveyor of the arts and a true friend of media, and I will wait until they are available. You have not seen the episode where the ah, Baron sister I'm shows kill up myself on air during this deal with the children. That episode oh. may never actually come to Disney plus and I'd be a better person for not seeing it. My point I'm trying to say is <laughs> let's is get to point? the cartoon. What is this talking cow dog thing? What the H is it? The is dog it supposed to be like a hamburger. Cause I think it's like half cow and half dog, but no, it's just a dog, just a talking dog. Doesn't You're it have like the horns dog that's like part of the gang? Yeah. That's a dog, dude. Doesn't yeah, it have like horns dog. and stuff? What am I? Am I? Am I making that up? Sometimes yeah, dog you just dog. you just haven't watched enough Rugrats, I guess, because it's it's very well, that's much normal for Rugrats. Oh, all right. This thing starts out with all of the individuals like Birdie's, like I want to go on a Renaissance adventure. Well, hamburgers. I want to go on a disco adventure. Then the weird ass grimace says. Uh, Sure, play a beautiful maiden. Or a horseback adventure with uh, horses and uh, backs and, uh, you know, adventure. I contend that what he wants is a horse with a huge ass that he can fuck. Baby Got Back, <laughs> whoa, is, is it's well in the past. So he is well aware that that song exists. And that if one were to say, oh, yeah, I like him with back. Okay, you, you know, know what? Yeah, that conveys yeah. a certain meaning. I appreciate this stupid grimace. Yeah, Gr- he, grimace is a buffoon, and I love him for it. Yes. Yeah, I, I like stupid grimace. Uh, I actually really like the dog because the dog, you know, just gets off just some like you know, this is bullshit. I'm like, yeah, the dog is like Brian, the dog from a uh, Family Guy. That's what I got out of sure, it. Sure, yeah. Um, although I still think it's half cow. I'm sending you a, a picture right now. Jesus Blow God. that bad boy up because he has horns and he has a spot pattern reminiscent of cows. And mm-hmm. he has a poofy tail and a, like a, a hair on his head. 
like a cow would have, not a dog. Those are ears, Ray. <laughs> those what are horns. horns. In what, what world are those ears? Oh, my God. In what world are those ears? Those are very clearly horns. What are they... you talking about, dude? Yeah. Uh, find another angle, I guess. No. <laughs> she very oh clearly God. has horns. I'm, I'm concerned about your brain. You're the grimace in this situation. Yeah. Look, I will yeah. always be the grimace in this situation. That is a fact. That is something that I can. Those are obviously horns. What are you not... talking about? What? Ray, how I'm many times at... have you learned that when Chan and I are united on something, it means we're right. Yeah. When you and Chan are united against me on something, the general consensus is I have to argue it twice as hard. <laughs> that is the general you know consensus. Yeah, that, does, that does check out. I look, I'm going to right now, the people at home, we're going to have to hashtag it. It's hashtag not- horns for sure. Hashtag ears. What's wrong with you? This Ray? Is the Those dumbest, are your two choices. This is the dumbest thing because it's not like it, they're so they're clearly ears. It makes no sense even for them to be horns. Plus, they look nothing like horns. So this would be like if I made a statement that said said, you know, like Cobra Commander is morbidly obese. And then you guys were like, no, he's not, Gina. And I was like, some, all right, let's throw it to the fans. Let's throw this ridiculous <laughs> question to the fans. I thought for a moment uh, Ray might be talking about the the hair because it's weird. It's red hair like in a mop on top of the dog's head. But then Ray said, and then there's the hair, which means the only thing he could possibly think the horns were are the ears, are the ears that I are guess. sitting floppy down on his side of his head. <sighs> Like very, ears, they are very clearly horns. Oh I will God. put this. I will put this question to the, the people. The horns are round, dude. There's no <laughs> point on them. Rounded <laughs> horns exist on cattle. They go roop and then they go up. I oh mean, this God. is a standard thing. This is. Are it's such an insane rainy? conversation. It's actually making me angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, then let's go ahead and just move on. We're gonna have a time travel adventure. I did like to what you said earlier. It was uh, nebulous. You uh, was that they mentioned various time periods as just shout outs. And we're going to like pretend to be going to those eras. Then we could have find a real time machine and actually go to each and every single one of those eras to have a wacky adventure uh, over the course of this 45 minute program. I will say poor Grimace does not get to fuck a horse. Which is all he wanted I mean, and all he asked on camera. For. On he camera, gets to, he gets to ride a horse and then be ridden by a horse. So it's as close as he's gonna get. You know what? You're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. No, okay, he, so he he gives a cowgirl uh, to it, a horse, and that's it. It just occurs to me that we're half hour into this episode already. We have barely scratched into the actual cartoon itself. So it's I'm going to try to keep this moving as a normal it's, episode. And it's that's twice as me. long. I have the same amount of notes as I would have for an episode. So I would say there's probably a lot of filler in there. And there's there a, lot a lot of, of filler musical numbers that don't need to be as long as they are. Or they're in trying there at to all. stretch this to be a quote unquote hour long TV property. I'll let you know where in my notes I specifically say, wow, they're really trying to pad this episode out, aren't they? Yep, pad it out. A hundred percent, I got that vibe, which is why I don't have a ton to say about it. So here's the deal. We open up, we get into the science lab of the kid who's a scientist who has a time machine, but the lab is a mess. So they have a whole song about cleaning the lab, and and it's 
a song about cleaning the lab. And once you clean the lab, we can play. But if we all work together, we can get it done faster. Uh, the problem will end up happening later. But let's hear the song. The song is trash. It's just utter garbage. Well, let's let the people decide. So we just need like sneakers. We'll dust and mop from bottom to top. And when we're done, we'll have some fun. That same pretty terrible doggerel uh, kind of rhyme. A, B, A, B, A, B. Um, the, there's a line where they're like, we're going to clean up. Uh, we're we're going to clean these beakers. Uh, until they squeak like sneakers and for some reason they don't make a squeaking noise at that point but (laughs) there's like a sound there's there's diegetic sound that is just like you know like the sound of like wiping but not squeaking even though they've they've said squeaking in the lyrics except for once at the reprise of this song at the end one time they say it and it actually makes a squeaking noise i'm like why weren't you doing that the whole fucking time like, do you know how to write a song? Uh, the the you ask of one of the greatest songwriters ever. Yes, yes, I do. You when I, did when did the joy leave you, Chan? Was it ever look, there? Look, Mark Mothersbaugh, I know, is a goddamn genius. genius. If it says Bob and Mark Mothersbaugh, that sounds like Jesus, my fuck off uh, <laughs> brother-in-law can't get his shit together. Oh, no. You know, what? I'm gonna throw him a bone. Here, look, you write some music. And and we'll sell it together. Okay, how's that sound? Great, boss. Squeak like squeakers. Are you trying to say Bob Mothersbaugh is the Frank Stallone of music? This is the second time in recent memory that you have besmirched Frank Stallone in this way, and I will not have it. He is to Frank Stallone as uh, 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 Clint Howard is to Ron Howard. That's a very fair point. Below Frank Stallone. Wow. I hate you guys. He's sub Frank. You you suck the joy. You had kid you you had kids. You only watch shit shitty stuff now, and you suck the joy out of any everything. You have listened to some of the uh, old original episodes of uh, this podcast, have you not? Knowing it's half the podcast, no. while you're going through uh, doing the spreadsheet, you actually listened to some of the old episodes? No, I only listened to the new ones. And if you looked at the spreadsheet, you would see they start about a month ago. <laughs> Tell you what, Gina, go listen to one of those old episodes and see if I had any joy then before <laughs> I had a child. I'll be you honest. living in a fantasy world that you have created for yourself. <laughs> You have revised history. I have never been happy. In fact, I only got happy after I had a kid. Sometimes it comes back when real bad stuff gets put in front of my face like this. You know, Chan, <laughs> you didn't have joy, but you did have life. I mean, yes. No, no, no absolutely. I have zero life force left in me. I've been yeah. squeezed out like a goddamn gelfling in oh, the, you know, uh, Skeksis castle. But get it. Uh, well, here's the deal. I think that saw that particular song was not very good. It was also very long. One thing we can say about every musical Oof. number in this show is that each one is about two minutes longer than it needs to be and Oof. just involves them repeating what they just said over and over yeah. and yeah. over. If it was a if it was a banger of a chorus and like, yeah, let's do this up. Like, yeah, I'm going to rock out. No, the, the choruses are the worst part of it. And we get them like 12 times. Yeah. I it, love it. it that, 
a little rough. Well, we get to the real time machine and we, uh, uh, we, we, we get to a thing where they want to cut corners. What if we just don't clean everything? Or what if we, what do we go forward in time past when we cleaned it? How about that? And I'm like, well, if you go forward in time past the time when you cleaned it, no one will have cleaned it. Yeah. That's a, that's a flaw in your argument. Yeah, the uh, they try to do it anyway. Grimace. I mean, obviously fucks it up. Grimace. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Yes. I will say one of the few things that I did enjoy. It only got brought back twice. I was hoping for a third to close the loop, but still two was good enough. This is the fourth version my father's made. He still hasn't worked out all the bugs yet. <laughs> Everyone always blames the bugs. <laughs> a little bug comes out of the machine and he's like, fuck you for being a racist to bugs. And I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into that. I like it. Look, uh, having dealing with bugs in my professional life, it's a bit that will always be old to me. <laughs> um, they go back in time to the age of dinosaurs and all their clothes change. We mentioned it before. I thought that was a weird choice to just do it and never, re- never mention it. Like they just show up in dinosaur times and they all have like loincloths and shit. And then they meet prehistoric versions of themselves who are also wearing loincloths but have like you know what is cro-magnum features cro-magnum features i really dug this part when when ronald mcdonald's is like is like meeting his his caveman counterpart and he's like ronald mcdonald and he's like rumford mcdumford and he's like grumpled mcdumpled all right <laughs> I enjoyed it. I liked their I liked their Cro-Mag counterparts and, and everything. I thought this was a fun this was a fun take on because they could have just gone back in time and had to escape dinosaurs, mm-hmm. but meeting their their long lost missing link relatives is a fun tweak of 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 a very common time traveling trope. Here's why I'm mad about it. They <laughs> padded the shit out of this cartoon. There is so much extra fluff just just to make their runtime. They couldn't have added in a line about, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's like uh, we all, you know, uh, we're come from something. This must be your great, 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 great grandfather. All you had to do was make a joke like that. I mean, like, yeah, dude, I love it. I'm in. Th- there's another thing that was also. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you you could make simple explanations as jokes and make the reality sort of okay for me. Uh, alternately, you could uh, uh, just say like, "Hey, we're you know like I am Ronald McDonald, this being full of magic, and shit goes crazy when I'm around because I'm a wacky clown." And so like he gets into a time machine. And is like, "Whoa, things are going nuts." Oh, wow. We're in a weird alternate uh, history where we see uh, caveman versions of ourselves. There is a point in here where. Yeah, they say that's not how this that's not how it works. Yes, that is the line. Oh, that time machine is messed up. It's got people and dinosaurs living at the same time. That's not how it was. Great. We reference that something's wrong and then don't ever explain it. Don't ever bring it up again. It was just a throwaway that is a it's fucking reference comedy. Guys, you're not going to believe this, but it didn't occur to me until just now that dinosaurs and people were living at the same time in this cartoon. 
I get you, dumber as I do this you, podcast. I will say that this is I can see I can see the exec notes uh, on this part. And also, again, this is not uh, this is not the pilot. So so shitting on it for not clearly defining the rules of a kid's cartoon in an episode that's like five episodes into a you series. Had 12 minutes of a theme song to be like, I've got wacky magic powers. But no, they use it to be like, hey, it's have an adventure. You're a joyless grump, but, bah, bah, uh, but bah, bah, I will bah. also say I can see I can see the exec notes in both the that's not how it works. That's an exec note saying we don't want kids saying to their parents, oh, dinosaurs and cavemen lived at the same time. You have to put in a thing. So make and, it a joke. Make it a joke. If you have to put it in there, fucking close that loop. And also I can see the notes in like as someone who has worked on cartoons and discussed okay what's the logic behind this exec notes are often what happens is you write an explanation you probably write another explanation you write like three different explanations and then the exec note is you know what hanging a lantern on it is just going to bring up more problems so let's just not mention it kids kids will suspend their disbelief uh, again, it's a kids' show, so you're you talking know. down to kids like they're stupid. They yeah. are well, uh, correctly. Uh, one one thing, yeah, we got Rumfeld McDumfeld. We got the, and I was sort of expecting now for them to meet carbon copies of themselves in every era that they go to. Yes, but they only did it in this you one place. No, I they I, set I, it up. I yes. enjoyed the fact that they didn't because that would have been repetitive. I like the fact that each universe is totally different. I like the fact that they're. They meet caveman versions of themselves, but then once they go to the Renaissance, they're they're like thrown in thrown in the dungeon. Because yeah, that's just no one wants to write the same bit over and yeah, over. Yeah, you know what again. sucks? The comedy rule of threes. I like my <laughs> jokes to come in ones. Two ones. and three is just repetitive. Each I, one of these eras is a self is written as a self-contained sketch. So it's not the rule of yeah. threes when it's each like that's like saying like, oh, uh, again, like Pee Wee's Playhouse doesn't have consistency from one sketch to the next because each thing is its own individual sketch. How you, come Penny never shows up when he's riding his bike? I don't get it. It's tied together by aesthetics. This is tied together by by fucking French fries and bullshit. I don't know. I guess it's because it's this specific bit. It's this specific concept, and it's the first one they introduce. I just assumed it was going to be a pattern and a theme, and it sort of is because the, the Hamburglar's great, 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 whatever grandfather in the Old West is a guy who they're looking for, and they find Hamburglar, so it sort of is there, but then they just sort of don't aside from that moment they don't really do it I, I guess if that if this bit had been introduced in the second or third stanza the second or third skit if you will i would have probably not felt that way but because it was done up top yep. it gave me feel that way. Uh, but anyway there's a song so we got to do the no. song we no. can learn from the cavemen and my first thought is <sighs> can you really what can you really learn from a prehistoric caveman uh, he's not going to teach you excel uh, you know so i don't know I don't know. Looks like you are pretty much the same. You got a beak that's just like mine. That your skin has a nice purpley shine. 
We're not so different after all. We're both big. We're both small. We're both short. And we're both tall. We're not so different after all. And if you like that refrain, you're going to hear it 90 times in this song. I kept going there because Shouldn't that was have. the point where I was like, oh, cool. So we're just going to be ba 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 buying yeah. all day Good long. Oh, let's mix it up. La, 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 la. Let's yeah. see how we, we got to get to fucking 40 minutes, people. I don't unlike know how we're going to do it. Time, unlike the first time when you had to watch this for the show, you didn't have to listen to it again that time. That's on you. <laughs> <laughs> just for the record, that is that is pure Chan. It, it's a very, very repetitive song. I, I just realized the thing that really hampers a lot of these musical numbers, they did not cast actors who were very good at singing. I think it hampers a musically inclined show. Uh, I'm not going to, I did enjoy pretty much all the vocal performances for what they were. These are not the strongest singers. And that's, I guess, a knock on them, but it, not really. It's just some people do it and some people don't. And but, for a show that had a lot of songs, they should have maybe leaned into performers that were a little tighter on the vocals. But that's, again, that's that's insane because they did the same thing on Rugrats where it's supposed to sound like kids singing. If they had, if this was like... Were these kids? Disney, I'm confused. Disney, Is it supposed to sound like a fucking mutated taste bud singing? No, they're not supposed to be professional singers. <laughs> they're they're supposed to be these <laughs> characters singing. It's not a Disney cartoon. You guys fundamentally don't oh understand how shit works, and it's frustrating me. Every so kid's show going. that we've watched has people singing who are good at singing. Really? Like, You've watched Rugrats? Because they sing a lot on Rugrats and none and none of them can sing because they're little kids singing. But and they're also, little kids. And also it's a very it's a very common thing in Klasky Scoopo cartoons to have them to have them singing and it's supposed to sound rough. You know it what? It sounds really rough. It sounds awesome when it's really rough and it's fucking 20 seconds long. These things I clocked it. Uh, this this song here was 12 and a half minutes. It was uh, 12 and a half minutes. My my the second hand on my watch was like going. Jerk. Yeah, Talk. It's, it's, it's more than a bit. And they re- repeat that same verse like 12 times. Like it's so I don't know. Like, Gina, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. You are absolutely correct. In, in that there's an aesthetic and there's a thing going on here. I just, it just is at odds with the length and number of songs in this particular piece. That's all. That's all. I don't know. Uh, but you are heard. I am not trying to say that you are wrong on any stretch of the imagination because I know better. <laughs> Except about the horns. <laughs> Ronald McDonald wants to leave the, the time period. So he, he says, oh, the, the dinosaur swallowed the time machine. So he creates a fluffed up hamburger that he they all get inside. Hamburgers, and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be wild because he's going to like feed him feed the T Rex so many hamburgers that it throws up the um, okay the time machine." And then then what do you do? Because like you're trying to sell hamburgers, you obviously don't want them to be you know like uh, have shitty hamburgers. And then they do the most bizarre ass thing imaginable. I loved it. Pump up a hamburger with an air pump. Yes. Again, I would appreciate just saying I'm magic, but whatever. And then getting into it like condiments and then having the T-Rex 
devour it. <laughs> the T-Rex that does not chew. Thank God. Because <laughs> there's no, obviously it's a cartoon. It hurt me. It hurt me to watch this being like, I guess he's just going to one shot this hamburger and just swallow everybody whole. Despite the massive rows of teeth we've been shown. The hamburger is bigger than his head. Yes. That's the thing you want to swallow. Definitely. (laughs) I'd eat a hamburger bigger than my head in a second. Swallowing without chewing. Uh, I've seen Gina unhinge her jaw at a barbecue. This is a thing that is true. Yeah. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ronald, Bertie isn't feeling well. What should we do? Well, why don't you make her a Happy Meal, Grimace? Uh, okay. So, how's Bertie feeling now? Oh, much better. I made her a Happy Meal like you said, Ronald. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> Excuse me. Aren't you that guy in the movie with Bugs Bunny? All the Looney Tunes stars from the new movie Space Jam have come together at McDonald's. There's Bugs, Lola, and more. One in each Space Jam Happy Meal you buy. Could you give me Bugs' autograph? Now, back to G.I. Joe. But this is a very large hamburger for him to not chew. Uh, yes. And they end up in the stomach where, the again, the time machine is also intact, implying he also did not chew the time machine at all, which is also very large. Uh, and You know look, what? Like, it's cartoon physics. I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's a bit. You got like, to pick your battles. This is, sadly, weirdly, this is not a battle I choose to fight. I mean, I have seen so many videos about people being swallowed by whales because my four-year-old is weirdly obsessed with it. That We've is have seen Pinocchio, just the segment where he gets swallowed by Monstro, countless times, so many YouTube videos about, about can a human being be eaten by a whale to the point where I am concerned for the mental health of my child. <laughs> we learned about that. I remember, I distinctly remember during a science assembly in <laughs> grade school, they talked about a guy who had, and his skin was like permanently yep. bleached basically. Really? Thanks to all of those YouTube videos. Yeah. I found out that that was a hoax. Oh, oh! Interesting. Turns out, like, there are only a couple people that actually reported that that was the case, and like, the wife of the owner apparently had some stake in it. And yeah, ba- basically, like, I don't know, the dude disappeared or what, or I don't know what the fuck happened to him. But the whole thing was totally made up. Huh. 
You know, this completely, I think, is on brand for this conversation. But uh, when I was a kid, we used to have to take our bags of Halloween candy to McDonald's. (laughs) So that way the local Livonia Police Department could could run them over with their uh, metal detector wands to make sure nobody was putting razor blades and other screws and things into our candy bars at Halloween time. And it turns out the cops and the media just made that shit up. Yeah. That's, that's another, like that, that whole era was, was another like satanic panic type of thing where Mm -hmm. they were. And then, and then the new version of that for the next generation is that people are giving weed candy out as real candy as if people are spending hard-earned money to get kids high right but yeah suburban uh, white suburban people are are afraid of everything is is what it was and would would raise a fuss about everything to distract themselves from the mundanity of their own lives yes it turned out there was one guy in the 70s who put a razor blade in an apple and gave it to a family member because the dude was a fucking psycho. And that's it. That's, I don't even think the kid actually bit the razor blade. He went to go eat the apple. He's like, shit, there's a razor blade in there. That's fucked up. That's the story. From there, decade plus later, I'm at McDonald's, tie-in, getting my, <laughs> getting, getting my entire candy bag metal detected by the police what the f- this is why i say we got sold out this is why i say my generation got sold out to to dumbest the dumbest common denominator yep yeah cuz they they've never they never did that before and they never did that since nope thank and if you. you don't mind i'm about to go to the airport where i have to take my shoes and belt off yeah. because thank you. i might have a bomb in them another gen x just you know just displaced it's it's so it's so ridiculous all this and and and, and you know the weed gummy thing. I I I I too am familiar with this particular. Who is spending twenty bucks for like a five pack of weed gummies to then give them away to children in a prank they will never see the results of? Like yeah, what? I mean I think like much more likely someone just like gets their shit mixed up. But really, it's it's one of those things that you know not to quote crazy libertarian John Stossel, but I saw him speak when I was at. Penn State one year and he was basically saying that like you know the the amount of money spent on lawsuits from like one kid accidentally getting suffocated by a plastic bag so that now every plastic bag has to have a warning on it that's like do not put this over your head is just insane and that's that's what happens is like either either something happens once like you said yep Hot coffee at McDonald's. Keep the tie-in going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that turns out to be bullshit, too. Yeah. The it was a real case. McDonald's was... The McDonald's were fucking assholes. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, that was... I saw that same... I saw that same special where it turns out the woman was actually, like, very severely burned, and McDonald's actually was at fault in that case. Yes. But, yeah, I mean, it's a very... It's very much a... We are an, a reactive society, and nothing is clearer. That's n- that's never clearer than when kids are involved or thought to be maybe involved in some way in the future. Yeah. So yeah, and that's I, and that's also you know I I've 
gotten many notes from execs on what you can and can't do and show and say in kids cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, you got you had to stop putting plastic bags over children's heads in your cartoons. And I say I say let Darwin decide. Now, the crazy thing is I remember the memes online that the boomers will always post boomers in our lives. And the boomers post meme that says, when I was a kid growing up, there weren't warning labels on everything. And my answer is always like, yeah, dumbass, because you started killing yourselves. You're the idiots who put the plastic bags in your head. That's why the next generation had warning labels. It wasn't because they were doing it, you effing morons. Yeah, yeah. At least we all agree on this. <laughs> yes. That is a fact. Now, uh, we, we we press the Grimace presses a random button in the time machine. So we're now in the Victorian era or the Robin Hood era, Renaissance. the Renaissance era. It's all the same. Not true. And she specifically says Renaissance at the beginning. He does, but I'd already written Victorian era because I couldn't remember Renaissance. Oh, my and God. And I'm just going to stick with the bit. Oh, my God. It's kind of all the same thing, though. So you uh, let me let me ask you. Is is anything before, let's say, 1950 to you the the same? We refer to them as the good old days. Those were the good old days. <laughs> hey, hey, I saw Weird Al in concert earlier this week. Somebody and did. So did Robert Clark Chan. In Thousand Oaks, where some jokes play differently than in other parts of Los oh, Angeles. Weird how that works. I bet some Ooh. of the... Uh, uh, it was it was actually and I do want to say this because it was such a wonderful moment. Emo Phillips uh, opens for Weird Al on the tour right now. We went to go see them in Santa Clarita. Emo was kind enough. If you don't know, he officiated my wedding and uh, uh, we still obviously keep in touch. And he he got me tickets to go see the show. Oh. And what was surprising to me was at the Santa Clarita show. He mentioned me and my wife on stage and our kid by name. <laughs> In his act, and it was kind of like a really touching, honest joy moment. Uh, he does a bit be about officiating our wedding that uh, he did in the previous tour at every stop. Doesn't do it at this tour, but he busted out the bit because nice. he knew we were in the audience because he, he he hooked it up for us. And uh, hearing my kid's name said on stage by Emo Phillips at the Weird Al show, I was a little touched. I'm not going to lie. It <laughs> did mean a lot to me. It doesn't mean anything to her. She would never know. I hope to decades from now mention that that had happened to get a mild shrug of indifference. That's I'm, my goal. You know what? Uh, I love Emo Phillips, but I hope that he does something monstrous, like oh, like shoots up um, like a an orphanage. Oh my goodness! Like hundreds of kids with like with like not just guns, but like machetes. And then when he runs <laughs> out of ammunition, he just pulls wow. out like a little all. And just start stabbing kids <laughs> in the eyes so that eventually you'll be like, dear, one time when you were very little, uh, a nice man officiated our wedding and, and he was a comedian. <laughs> he had bits about you that he told about you on stage in Santa Clarita. Isn't that wonderful? And she'll say, you mean that guy who's gouged out the eyes of all those children and <laughs> murdered them with machetes? First of all, say, yeah. this, this makes me think of the Gashley Crumb Tinies sure. because O is for Olive run through with an all. So now I can't <laughs> think about child murder with an all without thinking of Gashley Crumb Tinies. Second of all, 
the Renaissance was a period between the 1490s <laughs> to 1527. The Victorian okay, era. So to 1527, Victorian. It's like only 30 years. I'm older than the Renaissance period. The the yes, the Victorian Ridiculous. era, 1837 to 1901. So it's basically the same there's thing. There's not. There's not. One is the 1490s. One is the uh, is the 1830s. That's that's not even close. I'm not going to lie. That sounds kind of about the same. About the I'm same. on board with Ray now. Look, I know. religion I took over and there was not a lot of progress oh, made. And oh. that's why we have steampunk now. You know, oh. <laughs> I think it's all it's all true. Gina, can, great can research. We, can we get through this, this so I can put on my my finest suit, please? Yeah. At least your finest suit T-shirt. You're available the- currently in the store. <laughs> My brother and I both own those t-shirts now. Is that right? Oh, yep. where's the picture? Where's the picture? Yeah, he's got he has he's gonna take a picture. Uh I, I explained the bit to him and he he even before I explained the bit, he said, This t-shirt is great. I need one. And then I explained <laughs> the bit and he said, Now it's even better. Awesome. I love it. Uh so so we end up in the Victorian era where Birdie gets oh my God. caught in the net and they're going to eat her. They're going to take her to the king to <laughs> eat her as a bird. And I'm aghast with horror yeah. at, at the direction nope. that this show has gone. Nope. Yeah, I will say this is this is quite horrific because she's clearly talking to them. Clearly a person. Like, like they can understand her. She's not only sentient, but she's also verbal. And and like having a conversation with them of like, hold up, why are you going to eat me? And they're like, well, the king is a fucking asshole. And he's like just he's a fucking bored. grumpy ass kid who who does deserve to be stabbed in the in the brain with an awl. And the only thing that makes him happy is food, because, again, he's a little boy asshole who's going to grow up and rape some woman. Gina, and- Gina, this sounds way too close to you. <laughs> The only thing that makes him happy is food. No, lots of things make me happy as evidenced by the fact that I am the only one that ever likes cartoons on this show. <laughs> that is an outrage. I love cartoons. On yeah. This you show. like the bad, you like the ones that are bad and sexist and racist. And I like the rest. Uh, and Chan likes none of them, but yeah, this is, they're having a whole conversation with her where she's like, you could like, don't eat me, please, please. And they're like, shut up, sentient bird lady. That's clearly also like a little girl. We're going to cook you. <laughs> I will tell uh, you why I have no problem with this. <laughs> because Birdie works for McDonald's, an organization <laughs> that sells her kin. She has no compunctions about advertising. You remember the Muppet movie where Doc Hopper tries to get Kermit to shill for his French fried frog legs? I do. Kermit rightly is like, the fuck? All I can think of are these little frogs walking around on crutches, uh, which is (laughs) honestly the best case scenario for these poor frogs. They're not just chopping off their legs and, and bandaging them up. Uh, they're killing these goddamn frogs. Fucking Birdie's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Burn them all. Turn them into nuggets. Make them into sandwiches. Look, Pink slime for days. I love it. Kill my kin. No, Kill my we, family. We've all and seen now she's that like, episode oh. of BoJack. 
where there is a distinct difference made between the chickens that are for eaten and the chickens that are friends. That's a so, fair point. Gina here saying that she would love to eat some screaming monkey brains like from Temple of Doom because whatever, they're not sentient. Scoop away, baby. I want to hear them monkeys howling. Wait, I, how did we? I was on the side of she is she is verbal and therefore you can't eat her. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying that she has sold out all of her family, so she deserves no mercy. So can by I, your, say, by, it, by that estimation, we can eat Elon Musk. We can yes, eat Yes. Yes. Great. I, wh- wh- right. Why do you think I would argue with that? <laughs> what is What part of that seems like out of character for me? <laughs> Can I just say, in the middle of all of this came my favorite joke of the entire show, uh, which is where they they mention that we want to cook you because you are a plump, juicy bird. <laughs> and Birdie responds with... That's a, no, that's a horrible bit. That's a horrible bit. I thought it was it. funny. I'm going to play what? it because it's, it's disturbing and I don't like it at all. Oh, I liked it. <laughs> I choose good and plump. Well, you're staring at my problem area. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Is this so? Like, sh- there's like a picture of Birdie on her wall, and she's got that red pen going. Oh God, I'm is too this, fat. You know what? I need to eat. I need to vomit. That you're pulling right now. Is this why you don't like this joke from a '90s kids cartoon? Because you're you're because of some sort of weird fucking body positivity bullshit, Chan. Oh my, Gina was a mean girl. I think we, we all knew know that, that knew she that. was taunting the, uh, uh, I know. think it's a funny joke. Also, I will say I'm looking at the Wikipedia page right now. And this says the, this is the only episode where the McNuggets are absent and the McNuggets oh. are my favorite fucking character. Wow. How Chan dare you? find the only episode without them i've been obsessively thinking about them dressed up as their halloween characters because i'm really (laughs) hoping that they bring the mcnugget toys back if they're also bringing the halloween buckets back Uh, like i said on twitter you need to get together with uh teresa gumprecht who is a co-host of my other show ae doubleback she she careful about bringing up other other uh projects on oh, this show gina will no. get you no, only she, if she, you bring it up mad. five thousand times have you guys heard of this show reclaim <laughs> no! detroit vampire the masquerade audio drama probably check that out vampire detroit.com nope. sorry gina what were we talking about oh my god Teresa was super excited because she managed to buy the final two mcnugget toys that she never had as a kid she oh, just yeah. a couple weeks ago she found them and oh, bought awesome. them and now has them and was just losing her mind about how great they were. And I was like, hell yeah. Okay. I also, oh, I totally ha- I also have one around here somewhere. I brought it with me to Los Angeles. I didn't think anybody else. I was like, she's clearly insane. That is not a normal no, thing. If you want to see how people. not insane she is, go to oh, where I, I posted them on both my Instagram and my Twitter. And people are like, oh, Fuck yes, I love these things. So again, yeah. you're the odd man out who had a weird yeah. and terrible childhood is the only thing I can think. I won't just <laughs> yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah. 
largely holds uh, holds some water. <laughs> that argument. Lean into it. Just lean into know, it. Uh, no, I, here's the deal. I, not only is Teresa correct in this, I've gained more respect from for her. Yeah. That I even knew possible. Yeah, same. You saying that statement? Yeah, yeah. She yeah, got yeah. she got cooler. She got cooler. Yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Good about any of this. Chang, can we replace you with Teresa? <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason, when when you compliment Teresa like that, it feels like you're saying that my mom is hot. It's, <laughs> it's just like a, a different oh, headspace. All women to you are either moms or fuck toys. I get it. To be fair, all guys are my dad who <laughs> abandoned me when i was a child so you know it's not sexist it's just no wonder you uh, hate broken? everything i don't know there's also it. another bit in this that i like so basically she she's she at like the the chicken girl asks them like why the are chicken you chicken girl that's early bird what are you talking the chicken girl this isn't the kids in the hall sketch <laughs> gotta get laid gotta get laid um, so chicken girl oh my god is, she's like why are you going to eat me i'm clearly like person size this is weird yes. and they basically say like the king has been sad and we can't cheer him up and the only thing that sort of cheers him up is like new foods. Uh, and so she is like, well, I'm an entertainer. I will cheer him up. And she basically does a tight five for this little brat, which she which she's like terrible at. It's a terrible she sings a song and it's terrible. And, and he's not having it. And she sees the writing on the wall that she's definitely going to get eaten. And she she closes out her bit in a in a way that made me laugh if we could hear it question not end up as a dish so king please enjoy my warbling just coming to nice dish. <laughs> thank you very much and good night i love you renaissance <laughs> First of all, that it's voice funny. performance is hilarious. It's great. It's great. The, the song is terrible. It's not sung well. I know that's the bit. Yeah, King that's... Murray is a complete asshole. Uh, also, of course, he kicks her to the dungeon. And this is where I assumed we were going the second we started this premise is Ronald McDonald, the clown, will act as court jester to entertain King Murray and save the day through his antics. Are I you not entertained? We Y'all skipped over the actual, a real decent bit where a uh, Ronald calls horses and they show up saddled, which is dumb, but like whatever. But then they all hop on their horses and, you know, go galloping off except for Grimace. Who's too fucking fat <laughs> uh, squishes the horse under him. It and then he's the only one with any goddamn compassion in this <laughs> yeah. entire cartoon. He gets down, puts the horse on his back and then starts running. Yeah. I, I did like cool. this. I did. I liked this. Cause I was all ready to really hate on grimace for animal abuse. And he, he very gamely puts that horse on his back and I liked it. I liked that bit. There's a lot of bits in this show that I enjoy. That's why yeah. I said there are a lot of bit parts in here that work well this is where i thought ronald was going to come in kind of do a jester juggling magic you know comedy routine instead he just does another song because that's all this show is is padded songs and so he but does he, a song about uh the he, king the king 
he does some like balloon work and stuff like that. I mean, to be fair, he's what is what did you expect him to do? Like stand up comedy? Like yes, he's. I expected so. <laughs> I expected him to do stand up comedy involving hamburgers. Instead, he does a pro pro bourgeoisie pro. King. He's a monarchist. He is a it's, monarchist. No, it's here- not easy being king. Now, from a giant corporate mascot, you should expect these types of attitudes. Sure, it was a little galling in the year 2022 to hear. It's like somebody <laughs> singing a song about how how hard it is to be Elon Musk. No, but I'll here's throw him the under thing. the bus a second time this episode. Here's the thing: it's it's like the fact that the king is a literal child, and. Clearly his people are not like trying to figure out. It's like, sometimes there are, there are like, you see actual parents who are good and they're like, when their kid is throwing a tantrum, they manage to say like, okay, so why do you feel this way right now? And, and like kids can start to sort of like put, put their words into action. And this is to me, this read as Ronald seeing like a, a bratty little kid, who's clearly depressed, but no one is, is really trying to figure out why he's depressed. They're just throwing things at the problem. And so this is his version of like getting onto a little kid level and being like, I know, I know buddy, sometimes it's hard. But being Ronald McDonald, shouldn't you solve a child's depression with hamburgers? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not a good message, Ray. That's the McDonald. It's a corporate message. What are we talking about? Why? It is literally the message of every Ronald McDonald thing ever. No, I think like singing a song about like, yeah, sometimes it sucks to be you. But listen to some of these lyrics. It is infuriating. Chan, I'm sorry. Play some of this, please. I was getting very infuriated listening to this song. I was like, fuck you. He makes decisions all day long. Doesn't care if they're right or wrong. Not to worry, he's both judge and jury. A day in the life of King Murray. The king is the ruler supreme. The ultimate head of the team. But when subjects mess up and they will fess up, it leads to frustration extreme. It's not easy being king. You can trip on your ermine and end up squirming. Or no, it's not a fling. Dear Lord, <laughs> you but only played it that long to infuriate me further, and I know you did. You this is, asked for it. Also, this is like clearly, singing a pro Joffrey song in Game of Thrones. But it's clearly tongue in cheek. The lyric, like, like there's no. First of all, like you're treating the TV writers like they're idiots, but obviously they know what they're doing when they're saying he makes decisions and he doesn't care if they're right or wrong. It's not pro monarchy. Like clearly they're saying. Like the, the this is this is super fucked up, but Ronald has to humor this kid, otherwise chicken girl's gonna get eaten. And it didn't even work. That's maybe the most upsetting part of it. Yeah, all. I mean it works until until like some clumsy ass is is all clumsy. Yeah, we end up with a king in tidy whiteies. Everyone is making fun of him, so he kicks all the McDonaldland characters into the dungeon. Yeah, this is very this is very emperor has no clothes moment. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Which was that. also making fun of like the the whole monarchy and and everything. So, it's to me this this is successful. I enjoyed it. I mean, uh, maybe it's the length again, the length of the song and the repetition of it. That was really starting to grate on me (laughs) because they do sing that verse about seven times. 
and I just I got I got real annoyed with it. Yeah, it's like man, oh man, rich people they have it so tough. Your boss, it was you know what I was reminded of, and maybe this is why I was reminded of the CEO who laid off like whatever it was like twenty five hundred people, and then made a video of himself on YouTube with crocodile tears in his eyes where he said it was it was hard for these people to lose their jobs, but imagine how hard it was for me to fire them. And I wanted to just reach in my YouTube and strangle this man. I was so enraged because he got, he's going to get a hundred million dollar buyout, even if he tanks the company and he's sitting here being like, but it was so think of how hard it was for me to let these talented people go F your face, go away. We don't need CEOs. Yes. I'll say it right now. We don't need CEOs. They don't do shit. We're almost an hour and a half into this, and we're still only in the Renaissance. Well, let's let's. Here's the deal: we can get to the Wild West real quick. Ronald McDonald does a good bit, puts on his clown shoes, and rotates the room so that the trap door on the ceiling is on the side. Uh-huh. Gets them back to the time machine, and boom, we're in the Wild West. That's pro. Yeah, I. Uh, um... There was one point where Birdie is thrown into the dungeon. She's looking around and she's like, boy, a uh, little soap water and elbow grease uh, could clean this place up. Nah, it'd still be disgusting, which is, you know, I liked it. It is what it is. She's fondling skulls as if they are not oh. human remains. Oh, boy. There's piles of skulls, human bones. And she's like, yeah, whatever. That's. Deeply disturbing. Jen, that's no different than the fact that she's selling her kind to slaughter. No, it's not. But for some reason, Gina fucking loves it. (laughs) Yeah, boy, Bernie's real nice. (laughs) Should give her more, I don't know, people to eat. Yeah, I would would love to see a child-sized chicken eating people. (laughs) Oh, my God. I guarantee there's there's something online for you, Gina. I, I just I feel I don't know this, but I feel this. We're now in the Wild West where the hamburger wants to steal burgers, and Ronald McDonald says one of the weirdest things where he's like, "You can't steal those burgers. This isn't McDonald Land." Where, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> so him stealing burgers in McDonald Land, even though we know that the Big Mac has been arresting him for decades for doing it is apparently no longer illegal. No, it's still illegal. It's just they'll give you a slap on the wrist versus the Old West where they'll fill you full of holes. Hold they up. Will. I'm going to, because I'm still catching up with my notes as you people try to go screaming off in the future. <laughs> and I'm trying to, I'm trying to connect with Gina here. I'm trying to find <laughs> anything good in this thing. You've already mentioned several things that are good. We, and you know what? I had to sit through this thing for 40 minutes. Twice as long as an ordinary episode of things that we watch you on the show. It. And there are fewer funny bits than most 20 minute cartoons. That is true. We got another bug joke that made me laugh. Oh, yeah. This place is absolutely filthy. I bet it is crawling with bugs. You know, I don't have to take this. <laughs> that fucking bug is back. I and love you know that what? bug. It's funny. He's, he's also, he looks exactly like the bug from the present. So. <laughs> They were, you know, we were still continuing that bit. They just didn't uh, follow through on it. We need, a, we need a third time. We need a third time. You're right. Okay. They end up having to run because Hamburglar looks like one of his old relatives who's a wanted poster in town for stealing hamburgers. They go to a saloon where they get busted and Grimace, he like 
break off a, a champagne cork or something. I forget exactly what he did, but we have a, 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 a thing that flies through all the airs, knocks the chandelier chandelier on the, on the, the law of the town. At which point Ronald just slowly walks over grimace. They hang out for like five minutes to say, Hey, you did it. Yay. We're away. And I'm like, they could just get up and arrest you still. Look, Anytime, uh, anytime the stupid one in your group does something even mildly helpful, you have to praise them. Oh, no. <laughs> I just had a remembrance of middle school basketball <laughs> where they put me in the game and I made a basket and my teammates were so excited. We were jumping <laughs> at half court together. The other team just ran down and scored two free points. And I realized I was the dumb one. I was the incompetent on my middle school basketball team. Yep. Hey, oh, look, no. Ray got a, a memory and it was really good. It really <laughs> helped the podcast. Sadness. Job, sadness. Ray. Stop touching my memory. Good sadness, job. Stop touching it. Oh, sadness. you are. Oh. oh, you're just killing it, buddy. Oh, it's blue. The memory's blue now. <laughs> oh, no. What a, what a distressing moment. I need to find a suit. <laughs> they have just enough fuel to get home as they do a chase sequence or they're trying to escape the law. At this point, they I'm basically just enough fuel to get home. They did say that out loud, so... which is strange given the next scene. Uh, uh, this is the moment where I basically had checked out of the cartoon. I'll just be straight up honest with you. I was just ready to get to the end. I'd had my fill of this value meal and I was ready to, to be done and leave the restaurant. There was still a good 13 or so minutes to go. Quite some time. They, they have just a fuel to get home. That's about it for wild West shenanigans. It really wasn't particularly, I noticed that like the bits get faster as we speed to the end. Like they were just running out of time and just still needed to hit the beats. But at this point, we, we could only stay for two minutes. So now we're, uh, I kind of like this bit because I, of course, disco was suggested. So we end up in the 1970s uh, because we, we, we oh yeah, we, uh, McDon- Ronald McDonald has an M button that he could just press to take them to McDonald land whenever they want. So don't stress the fact that we only have enough fuel to go one more jump. Disco 1970s, the retired character Mayor McCheese is there who was retired after the 1970s. I know this because of stupid who would win research (laughs) and I'm mad at myself for knowing it. I loved that bit. It was only for me though. That bit was only for me (laughs) who knew that that character had been retired after this time period. God damn it. I really like when the mayor shows up. He has this weird joke where he's like, are you doing something with your hair? Uh And it looked like it was up in like an Afro which would be the seventies. Cause he also had sideburns, but it didn't make much sense because I was like, Oh, he's recognizing that Ronald is from another time period, except he looked like he should have in this time period. So I didn't understand what the point of that was. I mean, I think that there's probably a, like a cut moment where they leave and then he sees the real Ronald McDonald and he's got like long flowing locks. I look the 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 costumes, the apparel. It just. I wish they just would have referenced it at any point. Why we're doing this bit instead? It's just a bit we're living with that never gets 
really addressed in any way. I like I mean, that to be clearly fair, they go into the middle of like a, a, an orgy. Like there is about to be oh, an orgy goodness. that's yep. going to break out where yeah, Mayor wrong. McCheese is the king orge meister. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm, Could you imagine like the cunnilingus tongue on him? <laughs> yeah. I'd fuck a mayor made of burgers. Yeah. There you the go. problem is he gets his juices all over you. <laughs> Am I right? Is that a problem? I mean, or is it? Boom, 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 <laughs> Dry as a bone. I'd, I'd eat it. I'm gonna. <laughs> as soon as they bring those Halloween buckets back, I'm gonna. There's no way Gina doesn't order McDonald's Postmates after this episode. Who are we kidding right now? Hold on. I haven't quite finished my tonight. delicious, healthy, vegan autumn minestrone. Mmm. Mm. Sounds got so kale gross. in there, sun-dried oh. tomato pesto. Mm. I already, I, it's 9.30. I, I can't eat at 9.30 at night. That's too close <laughs> to bedtime. It's fair. Morning Happy Meal. <laughs> Man, I don't even have my ice cream for another hour yet. What oh are you talking God. about? Yeah, I've got a lot of pretzels still to eat tonight. My point <laughs> I'm trying to make here is they get home, but they get home back to before they started cleaning. So now they have to clean the whole thing again. <laughs> I liked this bit. They finish it and they're like, see, we tried to cut a corner and then we ended up having to clean everything twice. Lesson for you kids. Don't cut corners. Yeah. This I don't is, understand. Okay. Why just go back to before they got there so that then they could start cleaning and then their other selves would appear and also help clean so that they're doing like twice as much work. And it's doctor who rules. It's clearly not exact. They've been messing up this whole time. If they, and plus the machine is kind of out of juice. It's got to recharge a little bit, but they had also cleaned before they left. So it's it's not a precise thing of where they're landing. Are they in an alternate universe then? No, they're they like created a new timeline that they now inhabit. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, because they they, they, they butterfly affected the past and now they haven't cleaned. Wow. Wow. They stepped on an insect back in the dinosaur times. And oh, now that poor insect. It's that same bug. Wow. <laughs> oh, my Christ. If they if they fucking look, if Ronald McDonald looked on his shoe, realized that he had stepped on that <laughs> bug in the past. That would have been a perfect circle. The bug yes. would be like, eh, it's a living. It's a living. Uh, this takes us back, and that's the end of the cartoon part. It takes us back to the Pee Wee's Playhouse section with Ronald. Hold on. It was weird that the, yes. they spent the most time in the one place where, because the whole thing was they wanted to play, and they had to clean instead. <laughs> yes. Birdie wanted to go to the Renaissance. Uh, Grimace wanted to go to Horsey Times. Hamburger wanted to go to disco times. They went to all those places, but they spent the most time at the place that no one wanted anything to do with. And as we went along, it got progressively more and more fucked up. Like Birdie, I guess, just wanted to like hang out with like uh, princesses and knights and shit. And she almost got eaten. Then poor Grimace, all he wanted to do was fuck a horse. He didn't even get to fuck that horse. Then disco is like, you show up for like 10 seconds and like, hey, can I do some of that blow? And they're like, no, we've got to go back home to go like fucking finish the cleaning. Everyone got dicked over, but like they were trying to sell it like, oh, we got to do all the things we wanted to do. You can do shit where you want to do it. 
Look, he uh, he got to give a horse a piggyback ride. He got to feel involved. And they made a big deal when he stupidly, like, d- lucked into doing something good. That's the most you can hope for a grimace. I Can I tell you, what, what you just described, Chen, reminded me of uh, when I was uh, working for a games company uh, years ago. We had sales conferences around the country. And one of the times they made a big deal of guys were doing the sales conference in Orlando, Florida. You know what that means. Getting all our hopes up. Oh, are you going to give us an extra day? Are we all getting passes to go to Disney or a different theme park? Are we doing a... No, we're going to just have the entire sales conference in the hotel at the airport uh, attached to the airport none of you have transportation there are only toll roads around the airport and also we're giving you no time to leave get excited that's what this episode of time travel was they were taken to fun places to do work i enjoyed it and i'm the only one that matters on this podcast well this is long long established a long time ago this is not nobody who listens to this show thinks any differently. Yeah. I can assure you. Yeah. We know our place. <laughs> hashtag those are definitely horns. Or hashtag ears uh. all day long. Ray, what are you talking about? Uh. So at the very end, like they have to clean up all the stuff. There's only 15 minutes left before dad gets home. So they start cleaning. Ronald does some magic at the end to help clean, and he should have fucking done it in the first place. Then to the double down on that, the fucking dad comes back in. He comes back in after, you know, like the time he said he would, the time that the child was supposed to have cleaned up everything before he got home. And he fucking says, you, you know, Franklin, I was thinking you should enjoy the weekend and leave the cleaning to me. He waits until he was supposed to have been completely done. Yeah, Kid that's says, a boss move. My shit's done. He's like, oh, oh well. Yeah, that's a boss move. Giving that's your a... kid, giving your kid appropriate chores, and then being, and then like waiting until they're done and being like, you know what, you don't have to do them. Oh, you did already. Okay, good. That's like you know, like the the like I need you to write me a ten page essay by tomorrow as punishment. You write the ten page essay and they don't even read it; they just tear it up and throw it in the garbage. Hell yeah, boss move. You, you just described my childhood, Chan. <laughs> To be fair, though, it at least prepared me for a lifetime when no one read my writing. (laughs) Well, maybe if you had turned it into a fully voiced audio experience, maybe. You mean like Reclaim Detroit, a vampire the masquerade audio drama? Never heard of it. Currently available for every podcast. Every time you plug it, I'm going to mail an envelope of shit to your house from now on. I mean, add it to the pile at this point. What are we talking? <laughs> Ever since I was doxxed on Kiwi Farms, uh, that's all I get in the mail these days. Am I right, kids? <laughs> Tonight I'm gonna sleep like a frog. The expression is sleep like a log, Grimace. Uh, maybe I'll do that tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's affecting. He makes duh sounds afterwards. (laughs) I love it. Where he says, duh, why are we laughing? (laughs) I felt compelled to write in my notes in all caps. What a sad piece of shit. (laughs) I love him. I love that he's a character that they're allowed to make fun of and he doesn't care. 
Oh my or god, he is it. a miserable character. That is a fact. Oh, like you could just punch him. You could just straight up punch Grimace and nobody cares. I love it. Including Every, Grimace. Again, everyone needs one stupid friend to laugh at. Guys, who doesn't why, care why, that you're why laughing? Why do I feel you looking at me right now? Why why do I feel like you right now? You're looking at me right now. When this isn't even video, and I know you guys are looking at me. This this videotape that someone purchased for three dollars and forty nine cents, and a, a a fucking frosty or whatever the Hell fuck yeah. it was. Hell yeah! Ends with the longest credit sequence I have ever seen in my entire life. Lawrence of Arabia was half the length of this thing. <laughs> The credits rolled by so slowly. The music <laughs> went on forever. I wrote, oh my God, they're padding the shit out of the runtime for this thing. It was it was so long and interminable. That's, that's why I'm like, there's so many things they could have done with just a couple of lines to tie, tighten the thing up and make it make sense and make it a cohesive story. But instead, they just freaking sit around and... And, you know, let us see the third key grip. <laughs> just the credits roll are so along long. at a snail's pace. Not just that, the credits are long, but they also gave us a preview of the next episode. Ugh. Like, they're just padding and padding and padding. I appreciated the 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 preview. It would make, the heads me, up. It would, it would make me decide whether or not I was going to go back and get a second Frosty. I mean, if you were fucking dumb enough to wait buy a minute, one, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, no, 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 Chan, hold on, I'm not letting that pass. They do not sell Frosties at McDonald's, Gina. I know, I they was just saying, I was saying it because Chan said Frosty. I was the one who specifically read the Wikipedia entry that said it was a vanilla ice cream. But I was, I, I was listen, being consistent with Chan. Yes. You jumped on me, a woman, but you let Chan slide when he said Frosty because I don't listen to Chan when he talks. Mm-hmm. No, it's because it's because men don't like to correct other men. Wait a minute. I, I have corrected Chan roughly 72 times on this podcast. Now, granted, that's in about 500 episodes. My point I'm trying to make is it's happened. I I only come here to correct oh. Ray. So that's also true. Does that make me not a man? Sorry, Gina. Mm-hmm. Sorry, less- you're so wrong. I stopped, less of a I stopped man? listening 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm surprised it was only 20. <laughs> anyway we get previews of the next episode and i'm just right like i'm so checked out of this uh cartoon at this point uh i gina loved it chan hated it i have no strong emotions there were good points to me there were bad points it's right in the middle of the road for me so this is not a beast war situation where we all agree this is bullshit terrible yeah. Uh, except for three people who are very loud who listen to this show, or at least used to listen to this show, <laughs> till we started doing Beast Wars. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I this is okay. This is fine. I need the people at home uh, to watch what I the, the video that I posted on uh, at GI Joe Podcast saying we were going to do this episode. Watch it for yourself. Is this good? Is this cynical? What are your, I would love to hear on this one in particular. I would love to hear what the audience thinks about this show. Do they have memories of it? Uh, uh, hit us up uh, on Twitter, wherever carrier pigeon, uh, attach a note to the pile of shit. You mail to my house, <laughs> whatever works for you. I would like some feedback on this one. 
Uh, I would like to know what you guys think of this cartoon. I can't decide. I'm going to go get some uh, Halloween nuggies. I'm going to wait another hour, hour and a half, maybe. Then I'm just going to gorge on some briars. (laughs) (laughs) You eat so healthy, and then you gorge on briars, an entire quart. Not a pint, a quart. Quarts for pussies, full half gallon or nothing. Half gallon. You got the whole top. You just get that entire jug, that pail of sherbet, <laughs> and just pound it in one sitting. Oh, I miss sherbet. I kind of could go for a pail of sherbet right now. That was my poor person dessert when I was very poor. Mm. <laughs> now I only eat gold. <laughs> that's what happens. Anyway, that's our show. The Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald. The tie into the Who Would Win show, Ronald McDonald versus the Burger King episode. Listen to both. Listen to both. We mentioned the fact we were probably going to do this cartoon on this show this week on the Who Would Win episode before we even decided we were going to do it. But it was so obvious. Here we are. Yeah, it's 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 a thing that I'm happy to have checked off the list. I wouldn't yes. uh, want to end this uh, podcast without having at some point run through every god awful licensed product, and this I, is this is right up there. I, I will point out I did message Chan because I found the Ronald McDonald Sega Genesis game at a vintage video game store for a hundred and fifty dollars. So much money. And and Chan's first thought, Chan's first statement was something to the effect of like, "Well, how much we got in the Patreon?" I'm like, "Chan, no, 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 we can't." We can't buy this. We can't. I want to, but no. I'd also have to buy a Genesis. <laughs> Just roll it all in there. Roll it all in. So if you guys wonder where our Patreon funds go, other than buying you merch, <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, value. Value. That's what I say. Speaking of what you go to patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast for $5 a month, get access to an entire backlog of things. We're going to be doing another uh, live show. I'm sure pretty soon. It's probably going to be on a Monday night uh, past 8 PM Pacific time. So sorry, East coasters, but that's just the time when we can do it. And uh, we do really love doing uh, watch alongs with you guys and then recording the episode. It it is a lot of fun Uh, and we're probably going to do it again very, very soon. So just be aware of that. Uh, because we want to and because we think you patrons deserve to hang out with us. I'll say it. You deserve this. You paid for it. You deserve us. You brought this on yourself is what you, you meant to brought say. This. That's really what I'm trying to get at here. Um, but thank you. And we do. We love and respect each and every one of you. Thank you so much for being a part of our Patreon. And uh, go do that thing. Otherwise, you can check us out. Facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. That's still a thing. And uh, anything you guys want to plug before we get out of here? Gina, any big upcoming uh, projects? Not big, that uh, I can talk about right now. Chan, any, any big upcoming projects that you want to, not no. that I want to talk about. <laughs> not really, Guys, you can of course listen to vampire Detroit. <laughs> Never heard of it. By the time you get to the third plug in a who would, in a, I'm sorry. God damn it. No, <laughs> it's a podcast episode. You have made a decision whether or not you want to listen to it. And I think you should reclaim Detroit, a vampire, the masquerade audio drama. It's the longest thing I've ever written. And as I said before, nobody reads it. So you should listen to it. There you go. You can find it wherever you podcast or VampireDetroit.com or hit us up on Twitter at uh, Vampire Detroit or this show at <laughs> Show Podcast. But individually, I am at Almighty Ray. Wow. 
He is fucking Let's, loopy. I am exhausted. <laughs> Why am I exhausted? I'm not even working right now. At 999 RPMs. I'm at Gene Ippy. And that is our show. I am completely out of gas. We cannot do any more 44-minute cartoons. <laughs> I am completely out of gas. Let's change. I'm old. I'm old. Let me off the hook. Kill me. Getting even cooler, stepping to a new beat. Got a tingling inside me and it's spreading to my feet. McDonald land is changing. Everything is rearranging. I can't sit still because it's a beautiful day. And Ronald McDonald's got something to say. Morning in McDonald land. Let's see what's happening first. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always, am I the winner? Yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com.